Good thing. <laughs> All right, so pray with me for Sandra. God, I thank you for this woman right here and for what a delight she is to us and to you. I thank you for her journey. I thank you for what you've put into her heart today. I thank you for everything you've been teaching her, what she's learning right now, the depth of everything that you have offered to her and her simple yes to you. And I thank you that she gets to share a bit of that with us today. So I pray you give us hearts that are open, eyes to see what you are doing this morning. I ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you using this? Sure, I will use that. I guess. Hi. Hi, <laughs> Um, I'm Sandra, for all the people who don't know, because there's a few new people I don't know. Um, <laughs> thanks. Um, so, in the vein of sacred practices, which we've been doing for a little while, um, I'm, we're going to do Electio Divina, but we're actually going to do a Visio Divina today, which is um, divine seeing instead of divine reading. Um, so we're going to use images. And um, I won't really talk too much because I'll just get us doing it. We'll, uh, we're going to have, we'll just kind of bit, sit in little groups. And so I'm not going to really preach. We'll just let God talk to you instead. <laughs> so I'm off the hook. There you go. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, what I like about being able to do it with images is um, primarily that it's, it really helps us enter into mystery. And um, I really like Mark today. Actually, it kind of suits it because, uh, you know, God feeding thousands of people off, you know, a few things and walking on water is very mysterious. It's not something we're understanding with our minds. And so is art is like that. Um, and I'm not calling this all high art, <laughs> but um, like it, art does require sort of... Um, being able to just kind of let go of some judgments and analysis and some and just invites you into sort of stopping and resting, which we've been talking a lot about um, here at this church. And that uh, in that rest and stopping, we can kind of invite God's, God's silence and his presence with us and kind of enter into just letting a different part of us speak and a little different part of... Um, yeah, what we experience just changes a little bit of different than versus us just reading always scripture or whatever. Not that I'm saying that's bad, of course, but um, yeah. Um, and so I'm just going to like go over in a moment. One second. So we've been doing some Lectio, but uh, we haven't really taught it. Like, Gordy's just been sort of like, we're doing it, let's fire in. So I thought I would just, like, a little bit um, just kind of describe sort of an official Lectio and what that looks like. And I have a little handout, so because I can't get sermon notes together in time. Um, so, yeah, um, Lectio means divine reading. Visio is divine seeing. Um, in 
the seeing, what I want us to do today is sort of invite the kind of gaze of faith, not just out of our eyes, but like a gaze that is sort of intentional and it's focused and um, also that we can invite God's gaze so that we could kind of be inside him and sort of see how he sees. Um, and so anyway, the, the sort of official steps of Lectio are the, the reading, in this case we'll be looking, um, and then there's um, meditatio, which is sort of the meditation, the reflection, the thinking part of it, and that's the part where we're kind of using more of our, you know, prefrontal thinking about what is this saying to us, what am I, you know, hearing, what am I thinking about this, in, you know, in a passage of Bible you could say like, what character am I relating to? What, who, if I was in this scene, what would I be doing in this scene? Um, and I learned a little for this section um, on a Saint retreat with a French nun in a French monastery one time. I learned this um, little helpful tool that I also like, and she'd say, you write out the sentence, the one who or the one who is, and you kind of fill in aspects of God from that, and that actually can really speak to us too, right? Like, so this passage say, you know, he, the one who steps away from the crowd and listens, the one who uh, sees people's needs, that kind of thing. Um, and then you can journal, which kind of can help also access a different part of your brain than just reading. And, um, and then also I really want us to be, this is kind of a new more now that mindfulness is coming out, is also attentive to our bodies in this stage because, um, you know, really good art can really which yeah can really strike our bodies and and move us and we can have like uh I don't like that or you know or that's just so gripping or whatever um and you know good art and is sort of where you're not just hearing the author's voice you're you're able to like kind of bash you over the face with this is the moral of the story good art is where you're like oh, I can't what, what's here? What's that? You know, and so I'm hoping today these images that I've made, like these are just collaged images, they're not specifically religious, and I'm hoping that they're mostly ambiguous enough that you can just hear your own voice in those and hear God's voice in those. Um, and yeah, don't judge my art thing. These are like quick sketches. These aren't like hours of, you know, really thinking about each image, but. Um, yeah, and then the next stage is oratio, or, um, which is prayer, and sort of praying from the, the feelings that might have arisen, the thoughts that might have arisen, sort of what am I longing for, what longings come up when I look at images or hear the scripture, how is, and sort of bringing those kind of secrets of your heart to God. And then the last one is contemplatio, and this is the hardest one, I think, because this is the silence part. This is where you're going to let go of the feelings, let go of the thoughts, let go of our agenda, and let God's silence in, and let his agenda kind of go. And, and uh, yeah, I was just talking with uh, uh, the praying folks at the start about how silence can be really hard, and... Um, I think silence can be hard for us because, it, one, it doesn't feel like we're doing anything. Um, two, we're not in control. When it's silent, it's just kind of really letting God do what he's going to do. And maybe he just isn't going to say anything, and that's fine. And I think um, silence also 
is hard because I think what flies up in our face a lot of times is our own egos, which is the life, I think, that God, when Jesus is saying, you need to lay down your life, that's what I think he's talking about. He's talking about your ego. He's talking about, you know, your preferences, your achievements, your, you know, all your thoughts, all this stuff. These are parts of who we are, but they are not even a shadow of, like, the real deepest, truest self that we are. Um, And so in this time, also, your mind just wanders about grocery lists and conversations you had and, you know, that maybe you want me to stop talking, these kinds of things. Um, But um, I don't know if you've heard Thomas Keating, but um, he talks about, so a lot of these notes on this page are from him, and he he teaches centering prayer and Lectio, and he says it's really important just to be gentle with ourselves, expect that your mind is going to wander, and if it helps, you know, just say Jesus or whatever, some other word that's going to bring you back. And that we do it with gentleness, that we're never judging, that our minds are going to wander. God's not asking for you to, like, go blank and, you know, but just that we're quieting ourselves um, and kind of being still so that we can know him. And, um, yeah, and knowing that's sort of that really intimate union kind of knowing, not knowing in our minds. Yeah, and so we gently kind of return ourselves just back to that, to back to God's silence. And um, yeah, um, and I think I think silence it doesn't always seem like what we need. Maybe um, that when we're suffering, for instance, what we want is words of comfort or whatever. Um, but I know in my own life. Um, I I can do a lot of words. <laughs> and um, I went, I had a really traumatic childhood that left me really raw and wanting God's comfort and words to just assuage me and, and to kind of tell me about that I was worth something and these kinds of things. And for the last 10 years, I've been doing Centering Prayer and Lectio with a few women. And it's been like really hard, but I found for myself that in silence is, that's to me, God's presence. Like, it is equivalent. Like, when you're in silence, you're in his presence. And that presence just deepens and deepens and deepens, and then it says everything that you need to hear. And in it, in silence, is your whole experience, and God being attentive to your whole experience. And... um yeah, and there's a great quote I like from St. John of the Cross that says, God's first language is silence. And, um, and then Thomas Keating adds onto that, and everything else is poor translation. So sometimes words can just not quite lead us to truth, and sometimes it's just easier to sing loud songs, not that songs aren't good, but songs are good, or, you know, or read spiritual books. Um, but every religion and every Christian mystic and, you know, desert mother and father have emphasized without silence, we're just not moving forward. Silence is how we are really going to move forward. I mean, there's all these other kind of tools, but sort of an interior silence is, is kind of the way forward. So with that said, um, I am going to hand out...
So these are the little work she, like sheet I typed up. None of this is like I haven't, you know, I didn't kind of write these thoughts. These are just thoughts from in the practice that uh, all these teachers of Lectio um, just kind of summed it up. So I've handed out the Lectio Divina for your own um, use later. Um, and then the Visio Lectio one will help us just for today. So yeah, I'm gonna encourage you to do Lectio at home on your own. I have found it invaluable. Um, and you know, anything that's been around for like 15 centuries usually is like a good bet that it's been useful. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, since you've all got your paper, I'm just gonna ask you to not look at the paper for a minute and we'll just do step one, which is we're just gonna deeply breathe and sit silent for a minute, just kinda bring ourselves into a listening posture and open posture. Breathing, just breathe deeply, feel that wave of your breath going in and out. Okay, um, so now um, I, I want everyone to come up and hopefully we don't bump all over each other here, but um, come up and select an image and the way you're gonna select it is just what sort of grabs you and you don't have to see them all. Just pick the first one that grabs you and then you can go back and sit down and then just look at that image and just really try to look and be attentive and not kind of analyzing, but just kind of absorbing it and maybe little words will come to your mind around it or whatever. But just kind of let your mind wander while you look at it. So you can come up now. Yeah. Yes, you're gonna take the image back with you. Sorry, yes, you are.
vulnerable. You know, it's very complicated. Oh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be a little bit vulnerable. Yeah, it's good. Well, we can just sit with my hands on We can talk to them. <laughs> yeah, I know. So just pay attention to the image and kind of spend a minute just focusing on the one spot that grabs you the most. And just don't let your eyes wander from any other spot. Just look at one spot. And then let your eyes wander around the, the whole image and just kind of let whatever bubbles up kind of be there and don't have to analyze or try to figure out, you know, what I was trying to say when I made it or whatever. And also if, like, um, uh, any kind of uncomfortable feelings or, or that kind of thing arises, or if you're feeling, just kind of acknowledge that that's there and that doesn't, don't judge what you're feeling or seeing. Just stay open to that to the mystery that God can speak to us through images and that we are ourselves images and so God is speaking right now in a different way And then now, I was thinking we could, with one or two people who are beside you, 
you can kind of look at the sort of possible questions there in step three and maybe <coughs> share a few words that you might have around the image, a few feelings, or even just single words that might come up. Um, yeah, and just share a little bit about what you're experiencing or seeing with just like one or two or people beside you for just a few minutes. That's cool. <laughs>
Okay, I hate. Hate no, one more minute. Okay. All right, maybe we can finish up. Hello. <laughs> All right, I hate to interrupt. Sum up our last thoughts. <laughs> I've got a, 
have to dr- I have to draw us in because I'm time's kidding me. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> hello, hello. All right, I'm I'm assuming I'm going to take an assumption that since you're all still wanting to chat that that those were images we're speaking to you. So, yay god, that's good. Um so now I just we're going to kind of combine the last couple things. Um the kind of praying and the the resting in God's presence and listening um and listening for an invitation. So, um I just I will pray quietly in our own minds for ourselves. Um, about just, yeah, insights that maybe God wants you to hear today. Like, what is the thing he would like to say to you through this image today, right now, just in the present, not necessarily your whole life, but just right now, what would God say to you from this image? And, you know, maybe there's a scripture that comes to mind when you look at the image, and is God speaking to, to you through that? And then, so just a little prayer around that, and then also... Then the second thing I want you to do is just listen for an invitation for the next few days of what God might want you to do. I put do in quotes so that we don't, you know, not necessarily action Jackson kind of doing, but what would God want you to just to pay attention to and be attentive to just for the next few days, what he might be speaking to you? Have at her.
I just handed out the these cards so that you could write your invitation and um, stick it on your fridge maybe where it's going to catch your attention just because it's easy to walk out and forget what God might be inviting you to do. Um, if you didn't feel an obvious invitation, then you can just write, Jesus loves me, rest in that, <laughs> or something like that. Just that I, When I don't hear a clear invitation, I just take that as God's invitation to just keep resting in him and resting in his presence. Thank you, God, that you've spoken to us today. Thank you that we could be together in this. Um, thank you that you speak to us in so many ways. Um, and Lord, I pray that you would open our eyes and our hearts to hear you and see you in different ways and to see you in beauty and to see you in art. And I pray that you would help each person here to respond to their invitation soften their hearts and open their hearts to receive that invitation as a gift from you because that's what it is. Yeah, and thank you that you've been with us here today. We're going to move into a time of communion, um, which Janice will lead. But let me just pray for us before we head into that. <clears throat> sure. Hmm. Lord, I'm grateful again that you are God and we are not that you are mystery, even though we try to define you and figure you out. Help us to be content in the mystery of just allowing you to be you and knowing that you just love us right where we are. We bless you and thank you for who you are. Amen.